Hello, and welcome to Dawn Time. I'm your host, Jasmine Bayer, and today we are going to be obviously talking about sleep, specifically teenagers and their sleep. So, according to um, data found in Dane County, it's quite common that teenagers don't really get enough sleep um, on school nights. And, well, not having enough sleep is very, very harmful. Um, you obviously, there's obviously some very terrible things, like it can affect your mood and how you act throughout the day. And you probably even look pretty bad. I mean, you look really pretty tired, right? Um, and yeah, it just increases, like, it also, like, increases your, um, risk of getting, um, getting an illness or, like, a disease. But anyways, sleep is very important. It's, like, pretty, it's, it's like, important, it's very important and vital like food and water and as a teenager it helps you eat well and manage stress well um it's actually normal to not have the ability to sleep before 11 and um that's 11 is pretty much when or this is the usual time that teenagers usually go to sleep and um children ages 14 to 17 usually need about 8 to 17 to 8 to 10 hours of sleep a night and um according to um a study they done they've some people have done um they usually teenagers usually get around seven and a half hours a night which means they are one to two hours um deprived of sleep and this could lead to lead to sleep de- debt, and it can have a bad effect on teens' mental and physical health. Um, teens, you know, like as a teenager, I already know that I stay up late on weekdays a lot because of the amount of homework I get, and you know, certain projects and stuff that I don't really get to finish or get to work on much during class. So I like to stay up and work on those sometimes. And yeah, like it's kind of just in general, teens always stay up late on weekdays and end up sleeping in on the weekends. And this can affect their biological clocks and hurt their sleep quality. So they won't really get a good night's rest. Um, That can lead to um, sleep conditions, which can be treatable like narcolepsy, insomnia, restless leg syndrome, or sleep apnea, apnea even. Um, some other bad things that can happen from um, a limited amount of sleep are um, troubles with learning, listening, hard to, it's like hard to concentrate and solve things, and it can also cause some memory issues like remembering important information like a person's name or even like forgetting to do homework or something like that. Um, what I found out as well is that um, being deprived of sleep it can lead to um, to skin problems like acne. You're more prone to acne. You have bad behavior. It can also cause overeating or like the tend to eat 
unhealthy foods and like junk foods like that, which leads to weight gain, of course. And it increases the use of caffeine because, you know, you'd be tired all the time. You'd want to try to stay awake more. So you'd probably use caffeine or even nicotine, which is as well as bad and drinking alcohol as well. And it just, it just makes, um, it, it doesn't increase. It like conducts unsafe behavior among teenagers. And yeah, so, um, a way that a lot of teenagers could, um, you know, get more sleep is to prioritize sleep, prioritize, like, sleeping and like set time for it make sure you know because it's really important and um like you could keep a sleep diary and track like your the amount of sleep and when you sleep and what time you wake up um and i mean i've learned that naps that um are actually not that bad for you as long as they're not too long i'm pretty sure they're, they're they're really good for you and um, long naps or naps that are, like, close to bedtime, um, can really affect your regular sleep schedule. Um, just in general, honestly, in order to help you fall asleep, you should, like, keep your room cool and, like, quiet and dark, and then when you wake up in the morning to let the light, to, like, let the light through your windows, if you have windows, which probably most of you do, is to let out the light in the morning so it can help your body wake up and of course you should avoid taking pills vitamins or have any intake of caffeine alcohol or nicotine and it would just help to have a consistent sleep schedule you know with a bed and wake up time like i said for your routine um it's also helpful to not eat drink or exercise a few hours before bedtime and it's obviously, a lot of people would um, say this, but is to not leave homework for later. And to, avo- um, and to also avoid screens and technology before going to bed. Um, it also helps to have like a routine before going to sleep, you know, like, um, like doing the same thing, like bait, like having, taking a shower or a bath or even reading a book. So like, it can like teach your body to learn like trigger signals so like they know that i mean so your body knows that you should go to bed um also keeping a diary or making a to-do list can help you kind of like wind down and of course it's good to tell others how good it felt to fall asleep and it's just do like overall just do calming activities at night um, another way that could help solve this problem among teens is to have, um, have schools start later. So, um, yeah, to start later. And it, the sh- research shows that, like, students get one extra hour of sleep per school night, which is about five extra hours per week, obviously, because there are five school days. And, um... Yeah, parents and teachers um, say that teens that are more awake or are in, or are in better moods are less likely to feel depressed or need to, or uh, have a need to have to visit the nurse or school counselor. 
Um, but yeah, in a poll in 2006, they found that, um, 46% had, well, okay, basically, in this poll, they, um, took 1,602 adolescents, and they kind of, like, asked about their mood, moods, if, whether they felt unhappy or, like, down, you know, in any way, or felt hopeless about their future, felt nervous or tense, or if they worried about too much, too, if they worried too often about things. It showed that 46% had depressive mood, a depressive mood score of 10 to 14. Oh, I forgot to mention this. The scale is 1 to 3, and 1, 1, 1, which means not at all, to, to 3, which means a lot. Um, 46% had a depressive mood score of 10 to 14, 37% had a score of 15 to 19, 17% had a score of 20 to 30. Um, obviously, it goes from low, moderate to high. Um, those with high scores of 20 to 30 were more likely to take longer to sleep and don't get enough sleep and have sleep, sleepiness issues. 73% of those felt unhappy, sad, or depressed didn't get enough sleep at night, and felt sleepy during the day. 58% of adolescents worried about things too much. 56% felt stressed or anxious. And overall, many adolescents felt as much, felt as such, um, like they they felt those things within the past two weeks of taking the survey. So, I mean, it was recent at the time. But, I mean, that doesn't mean it hasn't changed. It probably heavily hasn't changed much to today in 2020. Anyways. Um, as you can tell, good sleep is really good for teenagers and, you know, students. Well, it's good for everyone, of course. But, um, it just, it's good for, um, students' health and well-being. And, you know, people in school, students in school or kids in school, I should say, need to get a good amount of sleep at night so they can stay focused and they can concentrate and so they can, you know, get better grades in school. Um, when adolescents don't get enough sleep, they are at a higher risk for obesity, type 2 diabetes, poor mental health, and even more injuries. They're also more likely to have attention and behavior issues, which leads to poor academic performance in school, which means bad grades. Um, but yeah, this one survey, um, conducted by the CDC in 2015, um, showed that middle and high school students get less than the recommended amount of sleep for their age. According to the middle school students in, um, um, Six out of ten middle school students, which is 57.8%, did, didn't get enough sleep on school nights. And about seven, to ten, seven out of ten high school students, which is 72.7%, didn't get enough sleep on school nights. Um, this shows that the older a student gets, so as, as, it progress, as they progress through their education, the less sleep they get. Um... In order to help students, schools can have sleep 
um, education programs, which can result in longer weekday or week in total sleep times for teens and an improved sleep hygiene. And of course, they can also start later as well, as I said before. Um, but parents can also set a bedtime and rise time for their children. Um, I already know um, a lot of parents do that, but I think as of today, like in our modern age, parents tend to have more like um give their kids more responsibility or like give them more privilege i guess um anyways they could dim the lighting or have a media curfew which means like limiting their amount like have a curfew for when they have their phone off or electronics in general and of course healthcare professionals can educate their younger patients and their parents about getting a good sleep and um the negatives to having an insufficient sleep schedule. And I hope you, and I think that's it. Um, so I hope you enjoyed the first episode of Dawn Time with me, Jasmine Bear. And thanks for listening. Bye.